And hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 17 under the Champ, Rhett Ridge, and Dave Creighton Jr. with you from G-Migs in West Des Moines. You can come out and see us. You're not going to hear us tonight because Iowa and Michigan State about ready to tip off here. In fact, the ball's in the air as we speak, and uh, the Spartans have controlled the tap, and so that's what will be on the uh, on the overhead here tonight. And we've actually got fans in the house. A bunch of uh, extra guys have shown up here to, to root, root us on. I know I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call them... Uh Friends of the Ridge. Yeah, I could. I have. I have this. These fraternity yeah, guys. They yeah. actually listen to our show on podcast every week. And on Wednesday afternoon, I start getting comments about us yelling at each other. And but, you know, and, it should and be zingers that. here and zingers there. And yeah, Mark Havlicek is here, nephew of John Havlicek. We always Boston joke about, Celtics. We always, great. He's he's not. But we always we always joke about it. He just told sure, me he was. Bit, and he says it with a straight face. He does. <laughs> uh, we want to get to our, our foundry last call first. Now, remember, Iowa last week with the victory at home against Ohio State, a nice uh, eight, nine-point victory at home against Ohio State, who, by the way, did go then uh, home and beat Maryland on uh, sa- Sunday as well. So Ohio State not playing bad basketball. Iowa played really well the other night, um, got out to a big lead and, and won that game. Went to, went to nineteen and six, uh, ten and six on the year. They're sitting in second place in a about a four way tie in second place Five. in the Big Ten. Five way. Um, I I did see where there's a possibility that you could a ten way. There could be a ten way tie atop the Big Ten. Don't think that's going to happen, but I could see a four or five team tie. Now that all being said, before they get started, and uh, looks like did they just make a free throw? They did. Michigan State. Oh, up one nothing. What's your, what's your last call from the foundry uh, for Iowa-Michigan State tonight? And then we'll go with Penn State later on uh, at the end of the Without show. Without question. And, and so tonight, the Hawks, have, in order to stay in this game and play well, they have to play with incredible energy and whatnot. The Breslin Center is just so horrible for them. They are 3-27 yes. in the Breslin Center. Last time they won was 2006. Luka Garza for three. Off the back high. Wait, by the way, Iowa was the first team to win in the Breslin Center. Uh, uh, Ever? Uh, uh, aside, was they were it the, the Chris the, Street game? No. Okay. That was the second time. Uh, 89, 90, something like that. Well, they, it wasn't they, the B.J. Armstrong. Uh, or not, no, not, no, 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 no. But it was it anyway. was early on. They did win. Here's and my, then here's two my years last later, call. they had the, the, the Mi- Chris Street game and then did not win again until, until 2016, Mich- a couple years Michigan ago. Michigan State beats them tonight. And it – and – no C.J. Frederick tonight, by the way. Right. Right. So, obviously, we're going to be watching the game. We're going to be hoping. We're not going to be broadcasting because that would be um, not allowed in under the uh, Learfield 2-1 to Hawks. 3-2 no. to Michigan State. We can call scores all we want. We just can't tell you how it's happening or why. Exactly. You know? But I think Michigan State wins tonight. This happens to us about once every season. No, and it's already happened once against Syracuse and the Hawks. Uh, I uh, was I was on the road for that. I didn't see it. So you the Hawks are 1-0 during the Hawkeye huddle. Last year was Ohio State, and they got beat pretty soundly. That was the game I was remembering. Yeah. yeah. There's one. Ugh, and they're not playing much defense. So well, far, down I, five to four. And here's the deal: if Michigan State wants to run tonight, I think Iowa's really got trouble because they're gonna they're gonna go. Yeah. And, and, and the Hawks are not not bashful when it comes to that. And it's going to be difficult for them to keep the pace without without the officials calling this game tight. And as we all know, when you play in Michigan State. And here he goes. Here's so Tom Izzo is six twenty four and two forty one. 
Uh, it, <laughs> I was, but I think there was some ridiculous, He's like, over the last, over the last, the last games. Yeah. It's been around a long or time. Almost they actually had a couple of bad teams early on when he took over. Uh, he took over for Judd Heathcote. Mm-hmm. And, so what's your last call? I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I can't see the Hawks win tonight. And it's all about, it, it really is all about the Resident Center. I'll tell you this. Here, here's, uh, so I, I can't see him winning this game. But. However. However. Uh, here's your X factor. Bakari Evelyn, Joe Toussaint. And Joe Toussaint with, with, uh, just switched the three-pointer. That's five points for him. Toussaint the other night got himself into a little bit of a rhythm, and certainly Bakari Evelyn did. Now, C.J. Frederick being out is hurting this team, obviously, but maybe, just maybe, because we said before C.J. Frederick got hurt that the guy that needed to step up, if they're going to do anything anywhere, is going to really be Bakari Evelyn, right? That's what he you had said. Fifteen. I'm not certain I said it, but, but I'm going to give 15. you Well, I said he needs to at least go to the hole and shoot the ball, right? He had fifteen against Ohio State. This is this is an improvement. This is massive. And the other guy that played really well last week against Ohio State was Cordell Pimsel, who found himself a little bit offensively. You know, so these these extra players that you don't normally count on, these are the guys that have to be part of this. And even if they lose tonight, but they play well because some of these guys uh, are are going well. And then they get Frederick back. Then you start, wow, offensive foul on the screen there. That's something from against Michigan. If you get these guys back, you get these guys back for the Big Ten tournament. I I, I would love to see Iowa get the double, the double buy. That's just a, that's I get so it. huge, I think. I get it. But if, if C.J. Frederick's not ready to go Saturday, don't play him. Because I think this team has its sights set on bigger things. And, and you don't play him. Thinking that because they're not going to catch Maryland, they're just not. Maryland's got an easier schedule down the way. I know they play some tough teams, but not as tough as where Iowa has to go with this. I, they're not going to catch Maryland, but they could get second, third, fourth, fine. But well, look at the Big Ten tournament. Look at the NCAA tournament. Keep CJ Frederick ready to go. Do you know that? Um, and this has happened in the past, where a team that was like number four in the Big Ten tournament was like a three seed in the NCAA tournament. It happens all the time because the NCAA tournament doesn't really care about games against like competition. Right. They care against about teams that you played that the other teams didn't play. I hate that. It is the literally the dumbest thing that you can possibly – there's no logic whatsoever to saying you lined up and played relatively the same schedule for 20 games and you finished here, but we're going to put a team that finished below you – above you in this because we just think they're better than you are. Well, That's it's not dumbest it's, thing it's ever. not necessarily that because it's it, the dumbest thing ever. But because if the let's say that you were the 4 seed in the Big 10 and the top 3 seeds were all on the 1 2 or 3 line or 1 and 2 line and there were two threes as an example. It's not going to happen this year. The, no. big, the Big Ten is not going to have a one seed. Yeah, but, I, but, but no, Maryland, not, which Mar- is unfortunate because it, it, you're taking the Maryland, best conference but, in the country. But Maryland and, is, is yeah. clearly looking solidly as a two. a two. And the team that finishes second, and if they could have a run, and I'm not saying the Hawks can get to a three, but wouldn't it be fun if they could get to a four? They're certainly on the way to a five. If they continue to play well, if they win three of the next four, I think they get a five. Right now, they're on the sixth line. Yeah, they're if this, let's say they go two and two, and then they, then they got to get then they got to get to Sunday in the Big Ten tournament, they'll get a four, maybe a five. I think otherwise they're a six. Unfortunately, and I, in this just in six and three, if is, they're a six versus six, a 11, three, 
Six, and they, 11, and a three. And they have fine. to play my Creighton Blue Jays. Yeah. I always yeah. cheer for the Hawks in that game, but that just sucks. Yeah. Can't they, I watched your boys the other night. Um, how fun are they? On the road against Marquette. Oh. oh. Fun to watch. They move the ball, they space anyway, but this isn't the uh, Blue Jay backers. So, so a couple <laughs> of notes from the from the game the other night. So Luca Garza, who I don't believe has a point, even though I was ahead so far. Uh, I believe he's got two players left. He's got to get like 75, 80 points to to, to have the all-time uh, single-season sc- scoring On his way to 700 yes, for the season. near 700 for the season. He's had 12 straight 20-point games. That's insane. It, it's nuts. It's nuts. 12 straight 20-point games. Um, and uh, Connor McCaffrey, after having uh, what was an unusually bad night against Indiana a couple uh, uh, 10 days ago, had the uh, the seven seven assists and no turnovers against um, uh, against uh, Minnesota, and Minnesota. then for Ohio State continued that. He's at some. He's the only player in the country with more than a hundred assists and less than twenty five turnovers. The only 20, player in the country. He has twenty three turnovers in over seven hundred minutes. It's amazing. That's it's amazing. And he threw a lazy pass against Ohio State that got picked off, and immediately the the announcer was like, "Well, that's unusual." And he's right, right. <laughs> exactly. A lot of times they kind of go, "Ah, that's unusual," and then, but he was totally right. It was a lazy pass, which didn't, which which doesn't normally happen for him. Uh, that notwithstanding, these guys are doing some things statistically, which are really really something. Iowa can't, comes into this game at twenty seventh in the net, number eighteen in the AP. I think they got did they get passed by BYU. I saw BYU watch them beat well, Gonzaga the other night. I watched the first four minutes of that game and then I fell watched, asleep. I I was working around the house getting these put away. I watched the last ten minutes of that game. Let me tell you something right now. I was tired. BYU uh, it, not only is BYU but that place that Marriott Center when they get going that was as raucous. I mean, well, the, they're playing the number the, two team in the country. Man, that was something. They, so they they beat them. Uh, Ken Palm has Iowa 22nd. Michigan State rated ahead of Iowa in just about every category statistically, with the exception of one, which is they're rated 23rd instead of 18th. So here, here's the interesting thing. So in in doing my research, which I never do, for the Hawkeye huddle, I listened to a seven-minute dissertation on teams that can win the national championship. And there's like six or seven um, items that every team in the last 30 years has had to win the national title, and it includes offensive efficiency, defensive efficiency, coaches that have been to the Sweet 16, uh, strength of schedule over this. I mean, there's like seven different categories. The Hawks actually have six of them. They just don't play very good defensive Not Number 94 in defense yep. is the only one that they're lacking according to this theory and method as it as it comes down to brackets not not against the spread not against anything else just brackets and i was like so if you have six or seven because there are teams that are kicked out early more assists to turnovers for example michigan state rebounding michigan state has more turnovers than assists this year which is incredibly odd considering you have cassius winston who's certainly in top three point guards in the country Obviously, Dotson in Kansas is, is doing a very good job. Which brings me to a, a complete segue in question. I have one. I, I have a really off-the-wall one. Let me see if you're going where Because you mentioned Kansas. Where so, are you going with this question? So my question is this. I think Dotson's going to win player of the year or the kid from okay. Dayton. And and I don't think Luke is going to win. I think he's going to win Big Ten player of the year. 
And I think he's going to win that. Even Nick Vitale said he was the player of the year that is thus far the other <laughs> night. I heard that. But, yes, I think you're probably right. I just – I because Kansas is the number one team in the country. And, frankly, I watch Kansas play a fair amount against Baylor, maybe not every minute. But if I wasn't watching, I was listening on the radio. They're really, really good. And they are extraordinarily good on defense. And they've got great – inside presence and all these other things. Anyway, at the end of the day, I think Dots is going to end up being your player of the year. So let me ask you this on the subject of Kansas, because I saw that Isaiah Moss sealed the victory with a couple of free throws for them. He was in late. He played, I bet he played 30 minutes. Does he make Iowa better? Oh, good Lord, yes. Are would we he, missing? I mean, because I thought he was a terrible defender. I thought he was a terrible defender. Would you would obviously you, could score? And would, right now we need scores. Would, would right? you like Isaiah Moss on the floor right now as one of your options on offense and deal with whatever the defense is against Joe Wieskamp off to a slow start? Hawks still ten. So here's your here's your transfer rule. Everybody's going to get one free transfer, right? So yes. a guy like Isaiah Moss can just decide. Eh. I want to go to Kansas. Iowa, too bad. That's a, that's assuming now, Kansas Iowa, will take you. Right. Now, Iowa can do this. Oh, and there's a nut shot for Cord- Cordell Pimsel. Uh, we're going to call you that a, the, a shot to the, the to the nether regions. And that's, that, that, is, that is an offensive foul, by the way. Oh, good Lord. Hey, it's foul whether it's an offensive foul or not. Oh, Ooh. the fact that you came in there strong with the knee. <laughs> Those things, it's called basketball. Oh, ouch. Yeah, basketballs. He's gonna, they're going to try to get him to walk it off. I'm not sure. They're taking him to the locker room. You can't ice that. Uh, he's, uh, the only way to fix that is to drop you on uh, your butt. Uh, okay. Um, any, anyway, Iowa up 10 to 9, by the way. 13.50 goes uh, in the first half. I, I, and I asked that about Moss. for. Uh, I, I think it's an obvious question, and I, I obviously agree. I, 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 they would need him right now. Yes. But with Frederick back and with the way the season has developed, yes. But if you had, well, in, if you in, had in, Nungy, in, if in, you had, would you have needed him? As Bruce said to me before the, se- or before the show, if you'd have told um, the, Isaiah Moss that, oh, by the way, three players who are likely going to be part of your time, going to be hurt you want to stay he'd have done it he was worried about playing time right he's tired of coming in and he was all right we'll come back hawks up 13 to 9 we'll come back on the hawkeye huddle in 1700 the champ you're listening to the hawkeye huddle with dave creighton jr and brett ridge on 1700 the champ real sports talk for real sports fans back here at g miggs in west des moines valley junction Come on down. You can uh, come over and uh, say hi to us. You can't hear the show because the Hawks are on the uh, on the loudspeaker here. Uh, also, Iowa State TCU on. A good crowd in the house. Of course, it's steak night here at uh, G Migs, and they have all kinds of other good stuff to eat here too. If you want to, you know. but wings. anyway, the wings. Uh, I'm I'm eyeing them. I had them last week. You got mad at me because I was eating while we were on the air, but I couldn't help it. I mean, they were, you, you they can't were, do that. No, they were terrific. They're rules. They were really good. Uh, we're going to go really quickly to Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com because we know he wants to get back to watching Iowa, who currently leads. 14-11. Uh, 14-11, uh, although Luca Garza just picked up an offensive foul. Uh, t- Tom, Hawks off to a good start at Michigan State. Uh, I-, I think I looked at your tip time earlier today. You see him losing a close one tonight. But uh, I, like the fact that you, I like the fact that you feel like they're going to keep it close because that doesn't happen very often there either. 
Yeah, it has been, you know, over the years, obviously, a house of horrors up at the Breslin Center. And, you know, last year they beat Iowa by, what, 22 points. And, you know, they've seen some even good Iowa teams. I remember back, like, the 2006 Iowa team that Horner, Bruner, all those guys, Halaska, they went up there and got pants by 30. I mean, there's just been some epic beatdowns up in uh, East Lansing, but so far so good with this team. And, and when you consider that, you know, what a Luca and, and Wieskamp have combined for one point and I was leading this game, it's uh, uh, certainly a positive. It certainly is at this point, and you're getting you're getting contributions out of other players, which is what we we saw last week in their victory over Ohio State. Guys coming out of their shell a little bit. I mean, I think Bakari Evelyn is maybe the guy that is benefiting the most from the extra time with C.J. Frederick sitting down, even though he hasn't really been in the game much today. No, he's he had 15, in right now, but he had 15 the other day. But he, he's a guy that can certainly make a difference, and I think he's a, he's one of those guys, kind of like uh, Ryan Creener. He can't do a lot for you when he's on the bench, Tom. And, and, and I think Evelyn playing has been a nice bonus for Iowa and will pay off dividends as we get closer to tournament time. Yeah, I think uh, his play has been really good. Um, and, you know, even tonight, and uh, I, I talked to Fran about this uh, yesterday in our teleconference. I asked him about Joe Toussaint, too, because, you know, when Joe's making jumpers and he's made – Two jump shots tonight. Boy, that just you know uh, this 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 league has chewed up and spit out a lot of freshman point guards over the years, and and uh, he is uh, seems to be getting better right now uh, rather than fading a little bit. So um, you know, I think uh, I think both those guys are going to be critical players. And, and just looking on the court now, I see Cordell Pencils back out there after he went out with the looks like he got job. E- either hitting the. Hitting, a, hitting a, a, a bad spot that any man does not want to be hit at, or he got hit in the thigh. Well, it's oh. like the only place you can't get a cortisone shot to make it the, the swelling go down, right? <laughs> well, you could, but, but it'd be worse than I, I, it'd be worse than. I don't, than I, don't, I don't know exactly how that works, but regardless, he's back, and, and that's good for the Hawks. And you know, as you mentioned, you know, Connor McCaffrey's already made a three tonight. Joe's got two. Wees can't from the corner off the mark anyway. So, Tom, it, let's play this out. Right now the Hawks are the, I think they might be. They're the uh, two seed right now. Have the number two seed. They're the two in, seed in, right in, now. In the Big Ten tournament. In order to get the double bye, do they have to win three or can they go two and two? Oh, they, they um, well, it depends on what, what else happens. Um, but if things kind of go according to form, I was going to have to win three at least down the stretch. Um, so uh, if they could get it, get one tonight and win both home games, uh, they could go down to Illinois feeling like, well, you know, we're locked into the double bye and don't have to play until Friday. You feel good about C.J. Frederick playing on Saturday? Yeah, I, I probably mentioned, may have mentioned it last you, you week. Did la- but, you did um, last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I, I just it, everything I heard was yeah he's doing better yeah they really like where where things are going but they're thinking long term with this and they're really focused in on um, you know they want to get him as fully healthy and remember he's still dealing with that stress reaction so this is giving him more time uh, to kind of get that feeling better and you want that for the end of the season and for 
the Big Ten tournament and then for the NCAA tournament. And, you know, hopefully uh, Iowa can make a little bit of a run uh, in, uh, in in both Indianapolis and whenever, wherever they get sent uh, when the NCAA bracket comes out. Well, there's obviously there's no question that, you know, the Big Ten tournament, it's sort of the next hurdle outside of, you know, these last few uh, regular season games. But Iowa getting that double by in terms of rest, in terms of uh, being able to perform at a high level to get that higher seed, and you don't think too much about it. I, In my mind, the seed number that they don't want to go below is six. What do you think about that, Tom? Yeah, I, I, I think um, just for this Iowa team, just because their bench is short, um, they don't have a lot of bodies, and it's a short recovery time. They they're going to want to get a, a high seed. Uh, I'm almost of the opinion of, you know, well, you want to see them make a run in the Big Ten tournament. Boy, you just you kind of wonder if it's worth it when you're the next week is really when you want to be playing well in the NCAA tournament and make a run there. Um, but on the other hand. They have not played on a Saturday in a Big Ten tournament since 2006. So Fran, um, Fran you know. has not been there. Fran has not been to Saturday. And not that, it, like you say, you'd rather go with the NCAA tournament if you had to, but at the end of the day, it's a lot of fun to be part of the Big Ten tournament on Saturday and Sunday. It just it, it would be fun to, to see. Cordell Pemsel playing pretty well here, even though he missed a free throw there. i got to like this. Anyway, um, yeah, I, hard, to, hard to do a radio show I, and I watch a game Iowa at the same under, time. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I I think, uh, you know, you're talking about the, the even on Friday games in the Big Ten tournament, I think Fran only made it to Friday like two or three times. So it, right, it, it, yes. Yes, twice. I've gotten, to leave, I've gotten to leave various places fairly quickly. We'll see. Uh, we'll we'll when, <laughs> We'll start talking about how big of a bag you're going to pack in, in, in a week or so, uh, depending on how things go, you know. All right, Tom, we're going to let you go because the game's on, and, and we appreciate you checking in while, the, while we're trying to all watch the Hawks play basketball. But we'll check in with you next week. We're looking at Monday next week, Tom. I'm not sure if that will work out for you, but we're starting to look at Monday because we've got uh, a number of conflicts over the next few Tuesdays. But we'll talk to you about that. And I uh, appreciate you checking in. Okay, yeah, just let me know. All right, thank okay. you, Tom. Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. And uh, it, it really is fun to get out there and check out all the stuff he's got going on. Uh, writing a lot of articles, even though uh, recruiting is now on to the 2021 year. Uh, Which I actually... I s- forgot. Doggone it. Did I just see the Tory Breck commit, commit today? Who? The kid from Ankeny. The, I, no, I, I... I thought I saw... And then I well, was going to ask him about it. I thought I saw that because... I haven't seen that. And I saw a Twitter with him that said Swarm on it, and I'm wondering if Tory... Well, that, it, or does that just mean he's going to Junior Day? Yeah, it could be, but boy, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. The wide receiver from Mankini. Yeah. Good player, I think, in my in my opinion. Okay, Hawks up 20-16 to 16 with an air ball there, but still uh, holding their own on the... Uh, on the uh, and shot clock violation. Holding their own. Let's go uh, real quick to uh, to women's basketball. They only had one game this week. Penn State at home. They won 157. That was uh, on my uh, foundry distillery last call. To, it was <laughs> that the girls that would they would win that much. It's <laughs> a 35th straight 35th straight home victory for uh, for them. They only have one more. Minnesota Thursday night senior night. Is that a new league record for the Hawkeye women? 
Well, for the Hawkeye women, it is. Yeah, that's 30, what I mean. They, they go 36-0, and 0 and then they're done. Now, they'll probably get home games in the NCAA tournament, as we've talked about, based on where they are. 22-5, and 13-3. Aren't they, and like, three. number 8 or like 7? Nine, nine, or, 9 or 10 in, yeah. the, in, the, in the RPI still for the women. They're in third place in the Big Ten behind Maryland and Northwestern. They own a tiebreaker over Northwestern. They've only played them once. They played them on the road, and they pounded them. They split with Maryland, so they're 2-1 and one against those teams. However, unfortunately, Maryland has easy games left. I believe they've, uh, the, combined, uh, the combined records of the teams that Maryland has to play on the women's side are something like 3-28. and 3-40. and, 28. Three and so, 40. so Maryland's going to the, win the women's side. The Iowa women will be at least, at least the three seed, at least the three seed in the Big Ten tournament, if not the two seed, depending on how things go the rest of the way. Iowa with uh, Minnesota and Rutgers. To finish things out, Rutgers on the road. Rutgers decent at nine and seven in the Big Ten. Well, going to Rutgers is always tough. It's hard. See Vivian. Hard, absolutely. Still, how Lisa Bluter could not be the coach of the year in the Big Ten after losing all that they did last year. Not just Megan Gustafson, by the way. I mean, they lost a ton of players off that team. Turned it, it around. Is Kevin Doyle senior? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, it, it'll change over next year. You know, but they've got a good young nucleus, and of course. They get the gal from uh, from Dowling, to, uh, Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark to go in next year as well. So, so they'll be good. So I was talking to Christie's brother, whose granddaughter played for Valley. Unfortunately, they got beat the other day. And we were talking about the women or the high school girls basketball, and he goes, "Well, these teams are rated." I said, "Who's going to beat Dowling?" I mean, when it really comes down to it, if you have got the best player on the on the basketball uh, court, she's unstoppable too. And she's not; it's not a post player, right? She's not a post player. No, she, she has just, the ball. She's Bobby Hansen in nineteen seventy seven yes. or seventy eight. Bobby Hansen in and high Mark school. Gannon. But I remember both those guys playing high school basketball, and they were both unstoppable. They won the same year. Yeah, Iowa De- City Regina, classes. right? Dowling and Regina, Absolutely. and Tom Faber who ended up going to Dre. Yeah, oh, good basketball back then. At least it seemed like it for us, right? You were closer to them in age than I was, but, you know. I used to play know. basketball with Bobby Hanson around the corner. Did you really? When when we were kids, we'd go shoot balls. He lived around the corner from me. You didn't, like, lay any – you never laid any money uh, Oh, uh, good Lord, the, no. I was – I was too smart to figure that. I, I've seen you shoot. You've got a really wook, sort of a weird fadeaway hook that, that works very well, but – Well, uh, in the driveway. Yes. Well, or your backyard back in the day. Right. But, yeah. Absolutely. Hawkeye baseball team uh, went to San Diego this week for the Tony Gwynn Classic. They lose to San Diego State 4-1. to They beat number 18 Arizona, the toughest team there, 4-1, to and lose to San Diego 5-10 to in a game that, that widened out at the very end. Uh, they're 3-3 three and three on the year. Grant Judkins, though, is the Big Ten pitcher of the week uh, for his efforts. And, why uh, wouldn't he be? Why, why not? They go this weekend up to Minneapolis, U.S. Bank Stadium. Apparently, you can they play, play baseball. Indoors? Yeah. Apparently, you can. They did this last year. Indoor baseball. Well, uh, the Big Tens were in the in the Big Ten tournament. Was in the in the Metrodome a while back, but that made sense. They played baseball there. I how they do this in the U.S. Bank? I don't know, but uh, short portion not, left, maybe. Huh? It's not that hard. Okay, short portion left. Three ACC teams, all who went to the NCAA tournament last year. NC State, North Carolina, and Duke this week for the uh, Hawkeye men's ba- baseball team. Well, who else is up there? Minnesota? Uh, I, I, 
Well, it's not just Iowa. No, it's like it's a whole Big Ten ACC thing. So it's going to be uh, an interesting weekend. Be a fun weekend. Riley Tillman in the game, uh, be, uh, ca- causing trouble. Speaking of Minneapolis, in the house tonight, Tim Wells down from Minneapolis. We got Joe Sample here from Cedar Rapids. Brad Ian House is on his way over from Iowa City, and then we've got our Iowa, our uh, Des Moines boys. We got guys coming from all over to listen to this show tonight, and they can't hear us. They're watching the ball game. And why wouldn't they? I would watch the ball game right now if I could. Twenty to nineteen, the Hawks still holding the. Game. the Still holding the lead. You know what? One of the big keys to, to tonight's game as we sit here and watch this while doing our radio show is can Iowa withstand what we all know to be the Michigan State run? It's the run, right? It's it's where suddenly you're, the, the game is a one-point game and suddenly you're down 12, right, or down 14, right? Can, can they, they continue to get shots? Can they? Is there a chance they can get Luka the ball? Because right now they're struggling to get Luka Garza good looks. He's missed a couple threes as the game's gone on. But nevertheless, Hawks are currently up 2019 uh, for a second. <laughs> and now they're behind. Yeah, well, but there's 6.53 to go in, the, in, in a very, very this close. This is your run right here. Do, do you withstand this and keep the lead, or do you suddenly find yourself down 10 after being ahead 4 or 5 for most of the game, right? Well, at least the early part of the first and half. Can Luca Garza, and he, he see there, he got his own there and missed a, a bunny. They're gonna. That wasn't not, exactly a bunny. He's not had nights like that, right? Pretty much, if he gets a shot, he makes it. And that's the thing, you know. Is there a night where he's just cold, right? Well, he doesn't seem to have been that way all season. I, I mean, he's not um, Agabuzi for Kansas, who's shooting seventy-five percent from the field and thirty-eight percent from the line. <laughs> that's actually, a, that's a it's, it, it's actually forty-four yes. percent. It's something like it, from the from yeah. the line. But, uh, you know, he hasn't taken a shot outside two feet. Luca makes threes, knocked down a big three the other night. Um, as we were watching a basketball game, they ran two plays for him in order to get those shots. And uh, nevertheless, let me ask you something. So let's say that we had gone back to a date October of this year. Where in God's name would you have thought the Hawkeyes to be in the Big Ten right now? Well, before they even played a game, yes. I had them at about a 500 team, right? I really, I just didn't see enough. I didn't think Luca could do this, and then I didn't see enough around him to, to, to warrant this. I didn't think they'd be bad, but I just didn't think they'd be good, particularly since I knew the Big Ten was going to be a monstrous league. Well, and, and that's the thing. So when you're at 19 and six. Today, I'd have said 14 and, and 11, 13 and 12, right? Trying to play your way onto the bubble. Instead 19 and of 8. 19 and 8. You're, you're at night. So even there. So let's take 5 away. So 14 and 13 is about where I would have seen them at this point. And then after that DePaul game, no. I didn't think they'd win double digits after that game. They looked, you know. But, right. But so here you are, and they found ways to do this. I still find it amazing that Fran McCaffrey, it, it, when you look at the top 15 coaches that are being mentioned for Coach of the Year, he's not in there anywhere. And Lord knows, I'm, 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 I'm still not 100% a Fran McCaffrey is the savior of, of, of I, the Iowa Hawkeyes guy. But I don't think he's bad, and certainly he's doing a, a job this year that warrants Coach of the Year consideration. There's just no question. Especially in Iowa, go up, goes up 26-21 on the Luca Garza and one. Put back and one. So there's no question. And the Hawks are getting the most out of every minute that they're playing. And, and the fact that Connor makes plays, steals, he's knocked down a couple jumpers. I think he's got 
five points right now tonight in the first half. And he just doesn't cause problems. It's really, really been fun. This season has been such an eye-opener for both of us. As it it's relates, been fun. It's been very fun. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap things up on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. The champ. Back to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700. The champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. And we're back here in the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. Want to thank our great sponsors, Kozlowski Law. G-Mix. Who I did not have breakfast with, which is a little disappointing. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah, he's good. G-Mix, of course, who uh, bring us every week and usually have us on the air, but uh, has done a tremendous job, and we're eternally grateful for them. And, of course, the Foundry Distillery, our spirits sponsor. And we will be getting to our our Foundry last call, and I certainly hope that both of our early Foundry Distillery last calls are wrong. Hawks in this at 31-25 lead right now with a minute to go here in the first half. A so minute that's kind of almost minute, two. Minute, minute and a half. This, was this yeah. the under four timeout or did Fran actually call a timeout? He's under four. They were running. They, they did not have a stoppage of play. I mean, it was amazing. No, actually, it has to. It had to be because there would have been a stoppage in there. But Hey, Brett, running. Creighton University's calling me. I think they want me on the yeah, air. Yeah. They want that? Or, they want, or they want your checkbook. I don't think I'm going to be able to give a... Maybe a little bit. So let's go real quick for those of you who actually will listen to the show over the next couple weeks. We're going to go Mondays for the next three weeks, pending a few approvals. But the idea is we're going to go Mondays. And here's the reason. David and I are just not available together on Tuesdays for the next three weeks. And we want to be able to do this show the best we can for everybody. So we're going to go Mondays for the next three weeks. Uh, assuming Iowa makes it to the second round, to the Sweet 16, we will be back on a Tuesday to talk about that uh, after they make it to the Sweet 16. If nothing else, we'll be doing some live shows. Uh, uh, you're going to be in Cancun on the 16th. I'm not going to do it. I am not, not going to do it on St. Patty's Day, which we know is the problem. Well, last And the is, last time was an issue, so I'm going to be better. Okay. And we'll do it. We're going to be we're going to be separate and on the phone, but we're going to do this thing. We're going to do it right on Mondays for the next three weeks. And you're going to be right. in Charlotte doing NASCAR. I wish that's what I was doing in Charlotte. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad thing, fun thing to just do is go check out check out the racetrack. But get in there. Ah. So let's talk about the Hawkeye wrestling team yes. because. Uh, Okie State comes to Iowa City and gets their asses handed to them. 34 to 6. 34 Iowa, to 6. Iowa it, starts out with, with a major, a pin, a major, and a pin, and it's over. Take the L out of lover, Brett, because it it's over. over. Pat Lugo with the pin. Uh, the, the second. The DeSanto second was, with the pin. And Lugo is the Big Ten Wrestler of the Week. Went into that uh, number six. Let's see. He was wrestling number six. Boo Llewellyn. Uh huh. Boo went down in 2.12. Two minutes and 12 seconds, Lugo took it. And remember how we've talked about how passive Lugo is, the way the way he wrestles? Well, he wasn't the other night. And Iowa got out to a big lead. Can I tell you something and else? Caleb, and Iowa lost the matches where they literally, Caleb Young and, and, uh, and that was an upset. Nelson Brands. It was an upset. Well, Nelson, Nelson Brands undersized right. there at 80, You're 84. not really ex- sure you're expecting that one, right? No, but Caleb so, Young, you're expecting That's where Wilkie should be, right? Who knows? But, I... So, so my wrestling insiders tell me Asan is coming back. Okay. Which I don't know. I to me, I'm I'm going to put Cash Wilkie out there if it's me. Me but, too. I mean, he's me been, he's been to the NCAA's three times. He's placed. 
I, uh, that's just me, but, I mean, far be it for me to tell Tom Brands what. They get 10 in the NCAA tournaments? They do. They'll get 10 if they put Wilkie out there. Well, there, I don't think there's any question right now. I mean, now all the wrestlers are rated, and barring some sort of horrible injury in the Big Tens, I think they will qualify all 10 for the NCAAs. Here's the thing that I'm most pleased about is DeSanto came back, what was it, two meets or three meets ago? Not after, this one, but the one before that. After, well. a, after the Penn State situation where allegedly he hurt his knee, and I, frankly, I think he just got completely surprised by what the kid from Penn State did to him. And I don't, I'm not saying he didn't tweak his knee because it looked to me like it hurt. But at the end of the day, if, if you get him, and the Hawks are going to go up into halftime ahead. They are. They got the On ball. the road at Penn State. There's only 17 Michigan seconds State. to go. Did I say Penn State? You did. You're That's talking wrestling. That's because I was too. talking to wrestling. So at, at any rate, so DeSanto comes back, and he has been extraordinarily dominant the last two minutes. Meets. This one was ridiculous, right? He just did whatever he wanted with that kid. It, it, it really was. It, it, and oh, he made it. Does that, that count? count? Half-court shot did not count. 33-27 Iowa at halftime. Thank heavens. Winston Catches Winston from 65 feet. Jeez, they didn't need that. No, you're, it's a great point. I thought DeSanto. I, I, I think, think he's responded to Tom Rand's little bit of. I think of, he's responded a little bit, right? And so, you know, I think where you're, where you're looking at with this team is they're going to go to Piscataway, New Jersey in two weeks, 7th and 8th. They're going to come out of there with 10 wrestlers going to the Nationals. And in two weeks after And hopefully that, a Big Ten title. 19th through the 21st. Up in Minneapolis. Up in Minneapolis. 18,000, 20,000 Iowa fans up there cheering them on to try to win a national championship. Can you imagine? And, and I, I, I realize that wrestling around the country is only important in certain spots, but it's important here. It's, it's a big deal. It, it's it, a big deal. We wouldn't give two. Right. The Iowa softball team is 12-2. and two. Good okay. for them. We're very excited for Way them. Way to go. Not, well, just well, not as excited about the wrestling program as I am about the wrestling program. Well, and good number, for them, by the way, after Marla Hooch was dismissed. To, uh, was what she, a What hitter. a hitter. Yeah, that was Looper, wasn't it? Anyway, I don't know. 12-2. and two, Good for them. Won five games this weekend out in Hawaii. You're continuing to talk about them. Well, I'm giving them a little airtime that way. It's kind of off the site. But the point is, is wrestling is important here, and Iowa fans do care about wrestling. Everybody does. Some care about softball. Some care about baseball. Some care about swimming. Some care about field hockey. Everybody, if you're an Iowa fan, pretty much cares about wrestling. Everybody cares about the Hawks. Everybody cares about the Hawks. And, by the way, i got to bring this in. So... I'm, you know, I'm big on the Twitter. You can tweet at me. You're at, big. At Hawkeye Huddle. Yeah. Tweet at, uh, at Hawkeye Huddle, too. That's Ridge. So I'm, re- I'm reading something in the all-too-early preseason football. Yeah. Top 25, and, and somebody's got Iowa at 10. Somebody had Iowa at 10. There are a number of them that don't have Iowa anywhere. A couple of them have Iowa State and Nebraska in there. Nebraska again. Oh, I'm still trying to figure out how anybody. Dear God. The, the ESPN FPI or BPI or whatever the. whatever Metric. That, right. This team that hasn't won anything at, in the last 10 years. They might win they, five games next they year. They keep getting ranked by the stupid computers. They have. They have. There's nothing. This, don't you have to have the only way that Nebraska data wins, has to be put in the only the I mean, only way they win more than five games is if they start 
McCaffrey at quarterback the entire season and send Martinez down the road to San Jose State in the first year transfer rule. I'm just, I, I just find. I it mean, seriously, it is way too early to think about it. But, but at the end of the day, when you look at the Iowa football team, there's a lot of there's a lot of things there to like. There's a lot of things that are question marks, like a lot of teams have. But when I look at some of these teams that get ranked again, you just start going, "Are they doing this solely on star ratings of the of the I, recruits that came out at some point in time, and the fact that that Scott Frost you know, offers more scholarships to, to more kids than any other team? One, one day year. I'm going to work up Jacob and tell him um, we're going to swear the entire time, and you need to be on the button, <laughs> and so that we can actually say what we really think. I did it once. Now I think I've done it twice. Haven't I? I dropped an F bomb and an S bomb a couple of times. And it should yeah. be noted that the man who likely, most likely, was always voted to swear on the radio, which has always been me, didn't, Never hasn't has. Done, hasn't done it. I've been unable to pronounce words, but I have never broken gonna, the FCC rules. Which is why we may have backup on the 16th in case you are not ready Bring to go. Bring in Kahuna. I, I, will have, I will be here, and uh, Bruce will sit down with me if you're not ready to go. Well, no, it'll be basketball season. It'll be, it'll be good. Yes. And he can listen the entire time and go, yes. Is that... What, 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 I'm trying to remember when you were. Oh, it was March. But tr- was you had March? Trent. I did have Trent. We had Trent Condon back then. It was easy enough to just say, yeah, let's go. You have a good day. Yeah. Go have some more beer. Anyway. <laughs> it's, it's spring break. You went on it with me once. Hey, twice. I went on it with you twice. Maybe three times. And uh, let me just tell you. You got married once. I got married once. That was on purpose. That was not a last minute decision. <laughs> That's true. Right? However, <laughs> should, be, should noted. be noted that was not the last minute decision. However, we did have a pretty good time the time we went with uh, without uh, with without, Colby right, with your with your stepson and just us. Uh, it was we had a pretty good time. Nonetheless, that was the, that was the year I got the sunburn to end all sunburns by falling asleep on the beach. <laughs> you fell asleep on the beach, and I'm taking hydrocodone and drinking beer. Right. This was a perfect recipe for disaster. I have never been in that kind of pain. I mean, that was unreal. Anyway. So, uh, Penn Penn State this week. It's time for our Foundry Distillery Spirits sponsor, last call of the evening. We've already made our decision on. We feel like Iowa's still going to lose, even they're up by six at halftime, which is nice. I'd like to uh, suggest that the Hawks are hanging in there, and we couldn't be happier, and I really can't be ready to be off the radio any faster. Uh, for th- for that to happen, but nevertheless, I'm really excited about the way I was playing with energy, great defense, holding Michigan State to what? Really, got 27, 29 points first half. It feels like the confidence level. There there was a confidence issue in the, in the Purdue games and the Indiana games. It's almost like they're well, like, in Purdue here we go knocks again. down the first six right. threes they take or whatever. And it feels like and the, the confidence kid from is Indiana so makes what nine threes or whatever yes. that entire game yes. seven or whatever it, 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 it was. Couldn't miss, and he's not that good, right? Exactly. So this weekend, I believe that Iowa comes out and hammers Penn State and beats them by double digits. Hammers. Hammers. See, it's not senior day. When do we play Purdue? Well, it's next week, Wednesday or Thursday. Because then the Illinois on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I got... Iowa got, by double digits against Penn State. I think they eke one out. I, I but I do think they get it. I, I do think they get it. I, I think they eke one out. Penn State's pretty good, but they, they the Hawks have been so good at home. Yes. 
their offensive efficiency at home is like well, and that 15, 20% better than it's been on the you road. Know, you said they'd win the Ohio State game by double digits, and I thought it'd be a little closer than that. And you're right. They just came out of nowhere and just came out and, and just hammered them. They, they did. And even when Ohio State looked like they were on their way, right, looked like they were bringing it back, Iowa did it. I'm with you. Iowa wins the game. I don't know if they went hammered, but I'm going to give them an 8-10 to 10 point win, too. Absolutely. That's a cover. They may, they may hold on tonight. Let's see what happens. we got another hour here at G-Migs. You All right. Thanks it's for not listening. on the air. Thanks for listening tonight. We'll uh, check you next week on the Hawkeye Huddle Monday night on 1700 The Champ.